Hey everybody, Mark Herman, aka LA Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. And I am joined here as always by my partner in crime, Sam Snyder from Primetime Sports Talk. And this is another episode of Jungle Talk. <laughs> and I believe that because we weren't here on Sunday. I didn't want to risk the treasured horn, <laughs> victory horn on the road trip. So I did not take it to Vegas. It did not get blown, but you at the preview episode get to see get to see the victory horn blown so there you go i knew i knew you'd be horny when you got back to los angeles there you go so you know you're supposed to be horny in vegas so but uh, (laughs) that's another story so um uh before i forget if you don't subscribe please subscribe it's all we ask so uh that's we just turn on those notifications it's a bell you'll know when new episodes go up we're doing this one a day earlier i know on sunday i said thursday but i forgot about turkey day and so we decided hey let's get this done tonight so what is comment down below baby comment Comment down below one of the things i forgot to mention and this is as not it's not football related at all but one of the nice things we got Sammy Hagar was our halftime show. I mean, only in Vegas will will they get? Hey, let, send this guy out. He'll sing. A, he so he sang three band. I think two Hagars and a or two Van Halens and a and a and a and a Sammy Hagar song. But only in Vegas do we don't get the dogs chasing frisbees. We don't get any high school marching band. We get sand, and they have two rock bands, one at each end of the stadium that are slightly different. One has strings, one has horns, and so they do different songs. But so he's up with one of the bands, and but only in Vegas do you have bands at each end. The stadium, not, not, not Hagar mention, at halftime. So, not 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 to mention uh, Buffer doing the "Let's Get Ready to Rumble" before yeah. the uh, before the so, game starts. Only in Vegas, so that was really cool. If you didn't get a chance to catch it, go catch our recap. Um, we both had the pleasure and the honor of being at the uh, Vegas game, and it, it was worth every minute. Um, just uh, fun fun trip home. You know, absolutely check that check the, check that recap out. It yeah. was it was a lot of fun because Mark yeah. and I were actually. In the same room for yeah. once, uh, for probably season, the yeah. first and only time this season. Yeah. Um, now and, we're back and, in LA and Cincinnati, but, but yeah, from there we, were, yeah, we had the, the, the Eiffel Tower at Paris behind us. It was great. Yeah. Now, my room, I stayed at the Cosmopolitan. My room had a view of uh, Allegiant Stadium, but it's Allegiant Stadium is a smaller built structure and it's behind a, another big building. And we would have had to like pick up the camera and point it out right. and where the Paris, where the Eiffel tower was so obvious. We'd have to do anything. Right. Yeah, you got to do we'll it. Shoot the recap it. At, at Bally's and not at the Cosmo. So what a, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a great trip. I mean, I was there for seven days, but I'll tell you what, I felt like I was there for a month. You know, oh, <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's what Vegas will do for you, whether you're winning or losing. I, it takes a lot out. So after about six days, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty much ready to go at this point. Yeah. I was, uh, I was only there for 46 hours. I actually landed at 11 o'clock and on Saturday and I was on a plane at nine o'clock on, on Monday. So, um, 46 hours, but, but, uh, it was a jam packed and I, I'm gobby got, you know, one night's worth of sleep over both nights so but that's yeah that's vegas so check out that recap guys it was a lot of fun yeah so um and i will try to go through i put mixon's touchdown on the la bengal fan facebook page that was from our seats right there um we were just we were on the second level right above the luxury boxes but we were only six rows up so yeah a really nice vantage point 
Um, so great. Go ahead and check that out. Check that out. And, uh, and uh, I'll try to get more. I've got a lot more footage. I just have to go through them and then upload them. But I haven't had a chance to do that yet. But uh, I'll try to go through them. If we put up more videos, they're going to be on the on the L.A. Bengal fan Facebook page. So you should already be there and liking that. Um, awesome. Let's do as we always do. We're going to talk about things we don't feel good about and things we feel good about. I'll start with the bad. Um, we always start with the bad. But there's a few things and I'll just run through. I've got four things I don't feel good about. TJ Watt being back. I know we want to have him at full strength, but you know what? I would take the pass and not, they're a completely different team. You saw the Chargers, you know, although the Chargers played the Steelers back into the game on Sunday night, you saw the Chargers how easily they put up points and, and throw the ball when, when Mika Fitzpatrick and, um, and uh, TJ Watt are not in the game. And Joe Hayden, Hayden did not practice today. TJ Watt did, Fitzpatrick didn't. So we're going to have to see how things play out. But I have TJ Watt. Steelers are pissed and hungry. I mean, they do not want to get swept. And this would be three losses in a row. They've already lost back-to-back in Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. This would be the hat trick for us. Um, our O-line, we seriously struggled against uh, – against the uh, off defensive line of the Raiders. Um, we had problems. I think one of our commenters uh, on the recap said he thought it was Riley Reef. We thought it was a Denajay. Whatever the thing was, we got we to gotta fix that because they're just going to keep moving Watt over to the soft spot and he's going to get in and he is disruptive. And then the other thing I'm worried about is the Steelers play dirty. Did anybody see that video of Cam Hayward punching? Was that, oh, yeah. was that Herbert on the ground? And he was throwing like a body shot into his chest or into his yeah. stomach. Um, yeah. They, they play and, and NBC said nothing. The refs didn't throw a flag. I mean, we have to see that stuff. Yeah, how do you yeah. just ignore it? How do you just it, ignore it? Like if I you're don't calling know. the game, do how do you not so say a word? I worry about, I worry about Joe. I worry about Joe in this game. And I mean, Burrow. Um, well, especially because like you said, they're going to come out hungry. So if that's what they were when they were only sort of hungry, what the hell are they going to do to our quarterback um, when when they are in kind of, you know, desperation mode? Right. And this is and Herbert's like one of the new young stars of the league. So why would the league turn a blind eye to that? I don't understand that at all. Why they I, wouldn't, this isn't like, oh, you know, I, I realize that Lamar doesn't get the calls and a lot of the running quarterbacks don't because they're moving around and they take a lot of hits, but Herbert's not that guy. Burrow's not that guy. And the league turned literally on a primetime game, turned a blind eye to what blind was going eye. on. Right. I haven't seen that Cam Hayward got fired or got fined at all. So like I said, I, this always concerns me. It always concerns me. You know, when 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 Joy Porter ran out to the field and goaded Pac-Man Jones and we ended up with the whole meltdown, that should have been offsetting penalties because Joey Porter shouldn't have been out on the field. The league admitted that three days later. I don't want the league to admit, oh, yeah, something happened and then send a fine letter when we've already lost a player for a long period of time. So they need to get their act together. They, they right. actually, that concerns me. So that's a big concern of mine. Joe getting hurt. He's he held the ball too long a few times at Oakland. And um, and I'll get into the good on how we can how we can disrupt not that. Oakland, not Oakland, uh, uh, not Oakland, Vegas. Yes. You know what? I'm old, so I will it's always the, say San Diego. The, the Oakland Raiders and the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> it took 20 years for me to learn to say St. Louis Rams, and then they came back to L.A. So right. <laughs> by the time I finally was saying St. Louis all the time, they weren't St. Louis anymore. Right. So, by the way, that got settled. $800 million is what it costs to get out of town. Yeah, God. Hey, you know what? Cronky could write that check today. So Huge. That, <laughs> yeah. 
and he's going to sh- get to shit. He was actually offering to settle it for a number like that and leave the NFL on the hook. So I think the NFL probably jumped on board, but that's a whole other like, Yeah, this is we, great. So we digress. Let's get back to it. So I've got TJ Watt, Steelers pissed and hungry, our O-line, and Joe getting hurt. Those are my things that I do not feel good about. Go yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, my, as far as, you know, like I just said, um, the fact that the Steelers are pissed and hungry and, you know, you said that sometimes they play dirty and um, and I agree with that. And, you know, anytime a team does that uh, or is prone to do that, you know, they play dirtier and dirtier, the, the worse it's going. Mm-hmm. So um, they're, you know, they're, even though this, this division is really close, I mean, they're only what a half game back of us because they got the tie. Right. Um, but anytime, you know, somebody's back against is against the wall and they know that it is, they know their back is against the wall. Then you got to worry about guys, you know, but about it getting a little chippy, it's already a rivalry. Right. Um, and, and you got to worry about, you know, late hits on, on, on Burrow and stuff like that. I mean, I'll take a 15 yard personal foul all day. And I bet you we get one or two of those on Sunday. The thing is, I just don't want it to result in an injury. Right. Like that's, that's the biggest thing. I don't want, I don't wish injuries on, on anybody. I don't wish injuries on even Pittsburgh. I don't wish injuries on Cleveland or Baltimore. I don't wish injuries on anybody. And I want to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers at, you know, full strength. So, you know, I, I, I don't mind that. I mean, I would rather take the win, but I don't mind that Watt is coming back because I don't want any excuses. Right. I don't I don't want, I don't want to hear the whole, like, you know, yeah, but they didn't have this guy or they didn't have that guy. I think that they specifically held out Hayden Fitzpatrick, Mika, and uh, and Watt. I think that they didn't play on Sunday because they thought this was the more important game. So if they had a chance to get two or three of those guys back healthier for a game, they chose that Cincinnati was the more important well, one, knowing that if they lost, because they already knew we had won. They knew that if they lost, they could recapture the second place and get it back into the wild card spot with a win on Sunday. So well, uh, Mink, Minka was on the COVID list, uh, I believe. Right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. So he might not have been el- eligible. Yeah. I, say, I just know. OK, so but the other two, Hayden yeah. and Watt are injury related. And I am, um, like I said, I, I think that they were held back. I don't think they rushed them out to play. Because I think they realized, hey, look at the numbers. If this is the more important game, you know, yeah, nice I, to San, it would be nice to San Diego. I mean, nice to go into LA and win. I almost said San Diego again, but but it's uh, but I did they, the they saw that as the they saw that as the as the better one. By the way, if you look right over there, I'm always getting my fingers up. There's the little towel that we caught from the stadium at Vegas that says, "Oh yeah, I got, I've got one downstairs as well." I had to bring one back. That was the that was the Cox Cable Stadium giveaway right there. So if you didn't go to the game and you want one of those, I'm sure there's one on eBay. Go check it out. Well, it was you know it's funny because they were you know they were laying over each seat, and I didn't even touch it until I knew that we won. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm gonna leave it here if we lose because I don't want the reminder. But as soon as we won, I was like, yep, I'm taking this with me. <laughs> it seems fitting to put it next to the 
the I always got it backwards. The who day in the UK flag. There you go. The who day in right. the UK. So wait, 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 Mark, where, where did you get that who day I in got the UK that flag? Too, because you got an extra one from somebody from Bengals West, and you said, you know where this extra one belongs? It belongs there. That's wow. right. That was and from that he is on every video. So that was given to me by uh, by Brian in uh, Bengals West. Shout out to him. So, Shout uh, out. There you go, uh, Brian. Brian uh, Tabor. Um, but yeah, I uh, if you don't mind, I'll go ahead and transition us uh, into the good. Yes, please do. Um, the um, you know the Bengals have not beaten the Steelers twice in the same season in twelve years. And um, this is a real opportunity for Cincinnati to kind of turn the tide and show that, yes, um, we're stepping up with our new quarterback, with our new kicker, who was the special teams player of the week, with our running back, who was the ground player of the week. Right. Um, You know, this is a really good opportunity for us to say, you know what? We're not your little brother anymore, Pittsburgh. Um, you know, when, when to sweep them, we haven't swept them since 2009 right. and it's a really, really good opportunity for us. And it's a great opportunity for Zach Taylor. Right. No, this, this game is huge. Um, in terms of just one of the things that happened in the national media, not that I care what the national media thinks, but right. when we beat Baltimore. We were the talk. Hey, my gosh, look at Cincinnati. And all we needed to do was not screw up the jet game because the narrative right after that was, oh, look, you know, yeah, they go into Baltimore and win, but they can't, they're not consistent. So we need to show that we have staying power. And one of those things you do is you win games like this. You're at home and beat the Steelers and knock the Steelers. Believe me, this would be a serious blow to the Steelers playoff hopes because we would have the tiebreaker with them. Not that we would be tied with them because, but it's it, it division record wise. It, uh, it, it helps us also. So this is, it, just we the, knock them down a game and a half. We could knock them down past the Browns. This is, this is a really big game. The Steelers have a, a, a lot of, of, of teams. They still have to play on their schedule. Um, yeah. And, and it's, it's also, it's, it's the overall look too. I mean, this is a blow. I mean, if we, if we were to win this game um, and we'll get into predictions later, of course, um, but this is, you know, if we were to win this game, that'd be a serious blow to Mike Tomlin. It'd be a serious blow to Ben Roethlisberger. It'd be a serious blow to what they're going to do moving forward. Yeah. Um, oh. And, and here's, you know, Mark, I do it, but I, I feel like every week, but here's broken record take fourth youngest team in the NFL, <laughs> yeah. fourth youngest team in the yeah, NFL, but- and, we're, and we're playing well. And it's almost like we're too young to know any better. Well, that you know I, I mean? was going to say, one of the things about being the fourth youngest team in the NFL, they don't remember the, the season right. two, three, four seasons ago. They were in college, most of our yeah. so So they were part of the whole, you know, end of Marvin Lewis's career that saw three straight losing seasons. So they weren't part of that. So they don't know any of that. So you yeah. know it, it actually works into our favor. So yeah, I, they're 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 trying they're trying to write their own chapter. I mean, right. they know obviously they know the history of the Bengals. They know you know what the Bengals went through in the nineties, or at least most of them do. Right. Um, they know what what we've gone through. Uh, we know Burrow know, knows it, being a we, local we, kid. Yeah. Yeah, of course, being being an Ohio guy. Um, you know, they like they're aware of all that stuff, but they're like, that's not my team. That's not the team I'm on. Right. 
So I'm going to try to write a new chapter. And um, that's, that's, that's really exciting. You know what I yeah. mean? That, that, yeah. that, that they're pumped up about that. So, yeah, I've got a couple of things here. I said, first of all, sure. Mixon should be able to run the ball. I mean, yeah. we need to, and we need to use this is what I was talking about in terms of helping you up. We need to use the run to limit that pass rush. That has to be part of our game plan. So just like if you saw Zach Taylor's speech at the end of the game, he said, we said that this was going to be tough, that we were going to have to keep hitting the run, hitting the dam and eventually. Carries. And, and, eventually carries the, from mixing. Yeah, and eventually the dam would break. We have to stay the course on this one as well. Um, yeah. We should be able to pass the ball. The, Herbert had a field day. I mean, think about Mike Williams at the end. Now, I know that Hayden wasn't in there. I know that Fitzpatrick wasn't in there. And I know Watt wasn't in there. And their defense does change dramatically. But we still should be able to um, throw the ball. But Joe's got to get rid of it quickly. We have to scheme it up where it's one, two, three, gone. One, two, three. Before Watt can get in there, before any of that, he cannot stand there, dance around. You do not have that kind of time with this with this defense. So yeah, and I, I wanted to mention actually for anybody out there, um, uh, the um, on on the Bengals website, they've got Joe Burrow's uh, press conference from earlier today. It's a really, really good one. And it's one where when you're done, you're, you, you're finished. You're, you're like, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Um, that's my quarterback. His confidence level is just through the roof. I mean, he was fine admitting the things that he did wrong. Um, he was accountable. Um, but, you know, it was one of those things where the more and more he talked, you were like, man, this guy gets it. He right. gets it. He's I've, a been, I've been feeling that from the beginning with him. Yeah. He says he says and does all the right things. He's got the right attitude. He's got that moxie, that demeanor. I mean, he's got it. And that's that's what you look for. Herbert has. Yeah, class. the pressure today was outstanding. It was yeah. outstanding. All right, I'm going to have to watch that. Um, also, I said I feel really good if we get the D that we got back in the, the Raiders got their first third down conversion in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, we committed one, they one, one for one for eight for the game. Is that yeah, what they were for seven? And and we and we dominated time of possession. We only yep. had one penalty for five yards. I mean, this is the kind of stats we're going to need to have in this game to prevail. So we well, and a that. lot of that. A lot of that has to do with putting the rock in Mixon's chest right. 30 times in a game. Right. Um, so. so we can't, you know, if he gets stuffed five times in a row, we can't just abandon it. Right. Um, and I also throw it five times in a row, run it five times in a row. But right. unless you're getting five yards on every run and then you just keep feeding it to them until they show you they can stop it. But right. uh, we're going to have there's Lou and Zach are going to have to scheme this one up. Right. Just listen, they rolled out Ryan Finley last year on a better Steeler defense and dominated the game because they schemed it properly. Yep. We need that kind of effort this week. This cannot be a brain fart like the, or the, I'll call it the meltdown like we did against the Jets because we should have won that game. And the brain fart that happened the following week where we just thought showing up, we were going to beat the Browns who right. had the old Odell Beckham thing going on. And uh, so this, they are going to need to put in the performance that they, that they did um, last year with Finley. Well, and speak and speaking of the Browns, um, you know, I just want to remind everybody: this is a huge weekend. I mean, we're you know we're playing against the Steelers. Um, this division is tight; it's right. really, really tight. We're playing the Steelers. The Ravens are playing the Browns. 
Um, and it's, I mean, it's honestly the, the entire division could swing with the, the, uh, it doesn't mean it's a guarantee which way it's going to go, but it's going to be a huge swing one way or another for the two teams that win. Yeah, no. And one of the things that, uh, you know, that we saw was, uh, uh, you know, that, that just, we're one of the few divisions. We might be the only division now where everybody's over 500 because there was the AFC West also, but we knocked the Raiders down to five and five. So they don't have everybody over 500. Yeah. I think, the, I think the Broncos might be four and six also. Oh, okay. Think, so that I, might I, have... may, maybe, but, but regardless, but yeah, but there was a point I, in time where that's why that's widely, the other division. that's widely viewed as the best division in football right now. Right. Um, but it's just the AFC as a whole, every division is just completely bunched up. So every, t- every game is extraordinarily important. Right. So it's uh. This is going to be huge. So, like I said, we could deal a huge blow to them, and we can also this would put us at three and one division wise with two left to play. Um, yep. This is be huge. So we'd have the tie, and we and obviously with the with the uh, t- with the tie, we probably won't tie the Steelers, but but we'll have our two wins again. I hope, I hope not. I can't, believe, tie, but... I can't believe you even just said that. That was frightening. Well, no, I'm just saying in terms of the division record being the tiebreaker, but certainly the division record could, if we, uh, we we're not going to have a losing record against Baltimore, we would at, at worst split our games with them. So division record would be the next tiebreaker. And the Browns, I ultimately don't, we and I talked about this before we went on. I don't think the Browns are going to be there at the end of the year. It's not that I don't, I don't think, think they have the roster for it. I don't, I don't think, yeah, think he's going to be there at the end of the year. When he's we get... play the Browns in week 18, we're going to be facing Case Keenum. I, I'm convinced of it because I just think at some point the Browns are going to have to shut him down. They've got a ton of injuries. They're bringing Kareem Hunt back this week, but you know these guys are all been banged up. So it's an injury reason is why I'm saying that. Not a talent reason, not a coaching yeah. reason. I yeah. think when we play the Browns again, I don't think that our division rec, you know, it's going to matter against them. I think but I do think that it could be the tiebreaker if we lost to Baltimore, but tied Baltimore in the end, the division. Well, and, and I, and I wrote about, I mean, I know we're about to get to our, our predictions, but I wrote about in our uh, predictions article, which I'll put in the comments for anybody that wants to see it, uh, where we pick every game myself and two other writers for primetime sports talk. Um, I, I said, I, I mean, I've been waiting three weeks and I don't wish, I don't wish injury on anyone. I don't wish injury on anyone, um, but Baker Mayfield is so beat up right. and it just feels like in a divisional battle, this is the game where he lands wrong on that shoulder. That's already fractured. Right. Um, and he's got a busted knee. Um, he's, I, he's going to be able to finish the season uh, right. healthy. There's, there's just, there's just no way, even though he keeps trying to get back out there, keeps trying to do it. And I give him, you know, a ton of credit because, you know, when it's your throwing shoulder, that's messed up, boy, that's awfully hard. That's really, really hard. I mean, I give him credit for that. I'm, I mean, I'm not a Mayfield fan or anything, but you got to give a dude credit. I for think it's his other shoulder. There. I think it's his other shoulder, not his throwing shoulder, but you oh, land on it, it yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're running, all that. I mean, and and you still, when you're throwing, you're still moving this arm. I mean, it's part of your, think about when sure. you run, it's part of your body mechanics. So it's not like, just one, not one, like the shoulder doesn't do something while the, right. But I mean, one, one big sack coming from also, the opposite direction where you land on that shoulder, then you can't play through it anymore. I remember I, the tackle I give him, I give him where, a lot of credit for playing falls. through it so far. Yeah. I remember the tackle where he falls and he hyperextends it. 
that yeah. that that aggravated what was already a sore shoulder got it into a fracture yeah so. I, I i give him a lot of credit for playing through it uh, uh so far i just i cannot see him finishing the season and therefore um like you i don't think the browns are going to be a threat um right th- i would season. still like him to win this week though because this is our chance to to get to baltimore before we play them in a few weeks yeah so. all right yeah. Well, with that Let's, what's your prediction? Yours is already down in, in writing in an article that I haven't read yet, but go ahead and tell us what it is. It is. I just finished the article today. I will put it in the comments for anybody that wants to see it. Um, I see uh, a typical AFC North battle, maybe a little more high scoring than the Bengals and Steelers usually are. I've got Cincinnati. 24 to 20 over the Steelers. We sweep them for the first time since 2009. Okay. I actually, I have a similar score. Um, And just in terms of the reason why I came up with this is I looked at all the fantasy charts because I have, you know, Mixon and Logan Wilson. We have individual defensive guys. I have Bates. I have, so I'm looking to see what the, what the touchdowns everything are. Most of the fantasy stuff has, has Roethlisberger and the Steelers maybe scoring two touchdowns. That's right. what them have. And they have us scoring three touchdowns. So starting with that base, um, I went ahead and I, I put down 27. The reason why I was willing to go with the three and then because I've got a scoring on five drives. Um, when you look at the stretch where the Steeler defense was dominant, it was against Denver, Seattle, Cleveland, Chicago, Detroit. None of those are offensive powerhouses. So Not even again, close. You know, Not you even saw close. what happened when they, they – now, granted, three guys were out, but you saw what happened when they faced a pure-throwing offense and, and powerful offensive team in, in – I almost said San Diego, Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. So you saw that. So I just think we should be able to score on five of our drives. We're going to move this ball. I think we could throw on this defense. I think we, if, if we have good play calling and good coaching and scheming, we should be able to run on this defense. So I said 27, 17. I agree. And, and also I wanted to note um, it, this is in the article as well, but um, you know, Jamar Chase has, has been blanketed recently as, as far as people, you know, recognizing uh, what a game changer he can be. Um, so for the last three games, he hasn't had, um, you know, his best games of the season. He's still doing well. Don't get me wrong. Had a touchdown um, in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I think, uh, I think, uh, but I think he only had like two catches. Right. Um, I, I think, I think he re-breaks out this game um, as long as, Fitzpatrick isn't completely shadowing him over the top along with the cornerback. Right. Uh, so uh, I, I think this is, I think this is a Jamar chase game right here. All right, we're gonna and, see and that's what you want. You want your star receiver to step up in a divisional matchup. Yeah. Now their part returner and kick returner McLeod is not playing in this game. And you know what? Maybe we get a special teams turnover on a, on a muff or something. That's something I'm looking at. And I have this, this feeling that we haven't seen. We've had a couple big games out of him, but I think that this is a game where CJ Uzama could emerge as a really key player. I think if they focus on Chase a lot and they're looking at Tyler Boyd and they're, you know, I just think that we're going to see CJ Uzama. Uzama. I'm just, those are just CJ Who's your mama? Who's your mama? Hey, we got who's your who's your mama? DJ, who's your mama? Now we got a CJ. 
Who's, who's your, your mama? Who's your mama? Yeah, so, so I, that's I, it. That's I, what I've got. Twenty-seven, seventeen, and I, I, I really, 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 we want to be blowing that victory horn. We want to be at seven and four. That this would be huge because then we get what San Diego, Denver, and and San Francisco. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I can't remember who be able was. to win two of those three. So I, I can't remember who it was, uh, but I wanted to give a shout out um, on our recap video that said. This is no longer Steelers week. Yeah. This is who day week. This is who day week. Oh, I like so, that. I didn't, I didn't see that comment. I'm glad that you read that. Yeah. That yeah. So uh, I, I'm sorry. I can't remember. I can't remember your handle on YouTube, but, um, but you, you, you put it great. I agree. It's time for the tide to turn. It's time for this to be a Bengals week and not a Steelers week. Yeah. And this, uh, and that all starts with the win this week. If that's where it all starts. hundred percent. So, so I want to also, before I forget, I want to thank everybody who came up and said hi to me at the at the Raider game. Hey, aren't aren't you Mark? You know, or LA Bengal fan, or you the YouTube guy, or YouTube you know, guy. I was a bunch, of, and there was somebody that that you had exchanged with on Twitter that we talked to that I actually saw on the way out and talked to him for a while. So it was great. Nice. It was great catching up with all of you. I'm sorry I didn't make it to the tailgate, uh, but was at the game, and I did get to get to meet people that I ran into at the game. So I'm gonna just shout wow. that out. So great time. With that, we will be back, as always, with a recap right after the game this Sunday. And Don't forget to subscribe. Turn on those notifications. Check out Primetime Sports Talk. But hopefully it's a win and we're 7-4 and four and we're either staying in second place or maybe if the Ravens lose, we're, we would have the tiebreaker. We'd be in first again. So love Let's to see it, it. Baby. Love to see it. All right. With that, I'm going to say, who day, everybody? Who day? See you Sunday. <laughs>